I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Dick Iuliano. Mix that flu with COVID and RSV and hospitals are concerned they'll soon be overwhelmed. Next generation weather forecasting comes here with the Messinet. I'm Christy King. The Capitals had been beating the heck out of the Devils. Then New Jersey launched a comeback. Monday Night Football, Chicago and New England. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. An armed former student breaks into the Central Visual and Performing Arts High School in St. Louis. And as a senior, Brianna Love explains. It, shot, it sounded like it was right outside of our classroom. And that's the moment, if you were standing, people just dropped. Or like, it was, we realized, oh my God, this is the real thing. One adult and one teenager are dead and several people were wounded. Interim St. Louis Police Commissioner Mike Sachs says the gunman was killed by police. 19 years of age and graduated from the high school last year. He lives with family members and he has no prior criminal history. A system that left over a foot of snow in the west is moving east. The Weather Channel meteorologist Mike Bettis has details. Big line of storms across Texas. That entire line pushes across Mississippi, Tennessee, and Alabama through the day on Tuesday. An outside risk, we could also see some tornadoes with these storms. That will affect you through Birmingham and Atlanta for the Tuesday evening drive. Actor and social media star Leslie Jordan has died in a single car crash in Hollywood. KCBS-TV's Jeff Newen has more. Jordan died in Hollywood Monday morning after his car crashed into a wall. Aaron, this may come as a great shock to you, but I'm a homosexual. <laughs> Jordan's big break was on Will and Grace after steady work since the 80s. He was also known for LGBTQ advocacy off screen. Leslie Jordan was 67. In Arizona, there have been reports of voter intimidation, including people watching ballot boxes and recording voters dropping off ballots. Some of the watchers are reportedly armed. CBS's Mark Strassman reports. For 2022's midterm elections, Arizona may be America's hotbed for election conspiracy theorists. The sheriff here has been looking into reports that early voters are being harassed, and he just referred two cases to prosecutors for criminal charges. In Los Angeles, the rape and sexual assault trial involving disgraced Hollywood producer Harvey Weinstein is underway. More from CBS's Steve Futterman. In their opening statement, prosecutors went directly after Harvey Weinstein, describing how he lured young women, hoping to make it big in the world of films. Weinstein's denied doing anything non-consensual. The first of Weinstein's accusers to testify is expected to be an Italian actress who says he raped her in 2013. America's latest recycling report card shows a failing grade. A Greenpeace study found paper, cardboard, and metals are all recycled at a high rate, but plastic continues to be trash. Only 5% of household plastic waste is being recycled, even as production increases. This is CBS News. You need to hire? Indeed is with you every step of the way. Helping you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Visit Indeed.com credit. 10.03 on WTOP, Monday evening, October 24th, 2022, 62 degrees in College Park. Down to the 50s later. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. We have the top local stories we're following this hour. 
breaking news on WTOP. Three people, including a four-year-old boy, were shot in Northwest D.C. tonight. Metropolitan police say the shooting involved a group of people who shot at one another on Kennedy Street around 6.30 this evening. Two men who were wounded in the shooting later got into a car and drove to the area of Missouri Avenue where they were found. Police say one of those injured men fired a gun during the shooting and will be arrested for that. Police Chief Robert Conti says the wounded four-year-old boy was not related to the other men hit by gunfire. It appears that he's an unattended target, and quite honestly, you know, this is the type of thing that you see when people recklessly use firearms in our streets. A four-year-old, unintended, who had nothing to do with this, gets injured by someone else's reckless behavior. All three of the victims are expected to survive. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser slammed the violence and is asking the public to help identify those involved. We want to ask the community that we know is fed up with, with this activity to continue uh, to share any tips or video uh, with MPD. Stay with us here and at WTOP.com for the latest on the shooting investigation. Northern Virginia hospitals are dealing with a surge in patients with respiratory illnesses. And Virginia's health department warns we haven't even hit peak flu season yet. It could be the worst we've had in years. WTOP's Dick Giuliano now tells us Inova has activated its emergency operations plan. More than two years after the start of the COVID pandemic, hospitals including Inova are facing nursing shortages and are now confronted with a wave of patients needing care. Everything about this is a perfect storm. Dr. Rick Place, medical director of Inova's pediatric emergency department, says the emergency plan is meant to better prioritize patients and allocate resources. The amount of respiratory illness and, and regular illness, by the way, it's not all respiratory is outstripping the ability of the healthcare system to take care of it. Dr. Place echoes the assessment of the Virginia Department of Health, which is warning of a tough flu season ahead. This is a lot of everything, and it's going to be a lot of flu here very, very soon. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. Medical experts are again emphasizing you need to get caught up on your COVID shot, the latest booster, as well as your flu shots to try to protect everyone. Here's more evidence of the flu's spread in our area. It was another day of significant absences from a local school. Last week in Stafford County, over 1,000 kids were out sick at the high school. Monday, that number was about 670. In a statement, a county school spokesperson says the local health department has determined that a number of students have tested positive for the flu. The school will remain open and after-school activities and sports practices will be allowed to resume on Tuesday. However, all athletic matches with other schools are canceled through Tuesday. Over the weekend, the high school also aiming. Students will be given time to make up missed assignments. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. 10.06 on WTOP. Campaign 2022, when D.C. sent out half a million ballots to residents, there was a problem with some of them. About 600 ballots were printed with the wrong advisory neighborhood commission races. Nick Jacobs with the D.C. Board of Elections tells WTOP. Affected voters have been told about the problem and they're getting new ballots. Part of the process is if they, if they miss our phone call or what have you, um, we've been uh, going back at it, trying to reach out to them via email and other communication. Jacob says the mistake happened after recent redistricting in D.C. So far, he says almost 25,000 people have either mailed in or dropped off ballots for the midterm election. And election night is two weeks from tomorrow. Extreme weather events are becoming more common, and Maryland is currently building a network of data collection towers 
to improve early warning forecasts. The Maryland Mesonet will have towers statewide reading air conditions and soil saturation and temperatures at various depths. All 75 towers will have soil sensors. Zagat Nagam chairs atmospheric and oceanic science here at the University of Maryland College Park. He says knowing if and when soil becomes saturated could save lives in heavy rain. Emergency management officers will issue a flood warning much more quickly than they would otherwise because they know that the soil is no more capacity. He says depending on the type of weather emergency, the Messonet could provide minutes or seconds of advance notice. Christy King, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, these states represent the Democrats' best chances to flip Senate seats their way. We'll talk about fresh polling in Pennsylvania and Wisconsin. Stay with us. Caring for atrial fibrillation requires a team of medical specialists working in rhythm to create the best treatment plan for your unique risk factors. At ANOVA, our integrated AFib team works together to provide personalized care that is proven to achieve the best results. We work in sync to make sure your heart beats in regular rhythm. Schedule your AFib consult today at ANOVA.org slash heartbeat. 1008. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Let's go to Rob Stallworth in the WTOP Traffic Center. Outer Loop in Virginia coming out of the express lanes as you leave Braddock Road headed toward I-95. Crash cleared to the left shoulder. All your travel lanes are open there. Westbound I-66 coming over top of the Beltway. Just a single left lane getting in by the work there. Then further west on 66 headed past the Fairfax County Parkway. The right lane is blocked for the work zone. Eastbound 66 beyond 28 in Centerville headed toward the Fairfax County Parkway. Single right lane getting you by that work. If you're headed inside the Beltway toward Roslyn and the tunnel, we do have a left lane getting you by the work zone there. We understand that's a paving operation. No problems right now on I-95. You guys are in good shape. Westbound on Old Bridge Road, a Clipper Drive in Woodbridge. That crash is wrapped up and gone, and all your travel lanes are once again open. If you're northbound on the George Washington Parkway, we see the ramp to the outer loop is blocked as a result of the work zone. If you're traveling at this point in Maryland on the outer loop, as you make your way between Pennsylvania Avenue and Richie Marlboro Road, the left side was blocked for the work at last report. No problems on the Beltway in Montgomery County, southbound 270, headed past 70 toward 85. We understand the right lane was blocked for the work. If you're westbound on I-70 near Marriott'sville Road, exit 83, the left lane is blocked for the work zone there. And La Plata, 301. Between Rosewick Road and Port Tobacco Road, the left lane gets by in each direction. Also northbound 301 in Waldorf near Matawoman Beantown Road, the right lane gets you by the work zone. Otherwise, looking pretty good as you continue on Route 5, headed up the hill toward the Beltway with travel lanes open. Can't find a new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car next to a new car. Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Cloudy skies out there tonight with some patchy drizzle and the chance for some thick fog to develop, especially along and east of I-95 as lows fall into the low to mid-50s. Plenty of clouds again tomorrow with the chance for some drizzle, mainly during the first half of the day, and temperatures warming to around 70. Low 70s for highs on Wednesday with the chance for a passing shower, otherwise mostly cloudy skies. Partly sunny on Thursday with highs in the upper 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Rockville at 56, Ashburn 61, District Heights 58. 
some parts of our area down to the low 50s overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 10-11. It's campaign 2022 on WTOP across a couple of states with Republican-held Senate seats that could be pivotal in controlling the chamber in this fall's elections. One incumbent faces an evenly divided electorate, while the Democrat holds a narrow edge in the other. This news comes in a pair of CNN polls. In Wisconsin, the survey shows no clear leader, with 50% of likely voters behind Republican Senator Ron Johnson and 49% backing his Democratic challenger, State Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes. And then in the race for retiring Republican Senator Pat Toomey's seat in Pennsylvania. You've got Democratic State Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman standing at 51% support to Republican candidate Dr. Mehmet Oz's 45% support among likely voters. It's an advantage narrowly outside of the survey's margin of error. ABC News political director Rick Klein joined us tonight on Skype from New York to talk about these races. These are probably the two best opportunities that Democrats have to make ground against Republicans and defeating potentially Senator Johnson or taking over the seat of the retiring Senator Toomey. They were always going to be tight. These were two states that went for Donald Trump in 2016, flipped back to the Democrats in 2020. But bottom line is if Democrats are able to go on offense in places like that and win those seats, they are in a much better position to control the Senate. This is going to be a race that is much more put on terrain where Democrats are essentially playing defense uh, with the economy and inflation and the other issues out there. So the fact that they still have places that they can potentially win a seat, in some ways, you just think that's a good sign for Democrats two weeks out. Interesting. Uh, the uh, two uh, candidates in Pennsylvania will be debating about 24 hours from now. Uh, what do you see by way of John Fetterman, his recovery from a stroke and the fact that he has to use some special software at times to understand what people are saying? Yeah, I mean, this is a big moment. I think you, you can circle this one in your calendar as a big moment in the campaign season, uh, maybe a make or break moment for Fetterman. But I think actually it has uh, as much on the line for Dr. Oz. As you mentioned, he's been down in polls. He is television's most famous doctor and he is up against a candidate whose medical condition could determine the Senate. His campaign sometimes has been mocking of Fetterman's health. I imagine Oz is going to try to bring a different tone to that, but just him as a doctor, the bedside manner in the debate could be critical. Uh, and he has more, in some ways, to lose and to gain because he has been trailing against a relatively popular lieutenant governor. Fetterman, obviously, everything he does is going to be amplified in the debate stage, but this is more unusual for Oz himself, who's never run for office before, hasn't had as many debates to, to, to be out there, and again, just has to be a doctor, uh, even though he's one of the most well-known in the country. Also wanted to focus a little bit on Florida. Is that state uh, sort of turning red before our eyes after traditionally being more of a swing state? It sure looks that way. I mean, the tie was the debate between Governor DeSantis and the former Governor Charlie Crist, who's now a Democratic candidate. And it's hard to see how, how DeSantis um, doesn't win. A uh, bigger question might be whether Marco Rubio wins against Congresswoman Val Demings. But I think that state has been shifting for some time, and particularly in a midterm election where the Democrats are facing a lot of headwinds. It's hard to see how it flips back. I think it's it's out there just kind of tantalizing out of range for Democrats in all likelihood. ABC News political director Rick Klein, he's part of a new Hulu series called Power Trip, which follows all these close races. Stay with your election source for the latest here on WTOP. We're watching a replay of the 1986 Super Bowl, at least the teams involved, Bears and Patriots in battle tonight. Not completely unrealistic to expect the Commanders to win again next weekend and the Caps put on a show for the Devils. Rob has more coming up. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you Free Lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday. Enter to win free lunch courtesy of Silver Diner 
and plan your next luncheon with up to five additional guests. There's something for everyone at Silver Diner with over 100 menu items, including vegan and gluten-free options and your diner favorites. So don't miss out. Enter to win today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Let's check in with Rob Woodfork. All right, hell froze over in New Jersey, Dimitri. The Capitals stopped the Devils' three-game win streak with a 6-3 win. That opens a four-game road trip. Jersey scored first. The Capitals, though, scored often in the middle of the game. They broke it open with five goals in an eight-and-a-half-minute stretch, Charlie Lindgren. I thought it was amazing. Obviously, we have a team that can score a lot of goals, and uh, we don't need a lot of uh, time and room. So it was awesome to see us score four there in the second. It felt good. And then, you know, we uh, obviously they came out really hard in that third period, but we weathered a storm, and we battled through it, and we got the big two points. That sound courtesy of NBC Sports Washington. Lindren got a workout in net with 37 saves. Alex Ovechkin uh, scoring as part of that big second period. He's now got 783 in his illustrious career, just three away from Gordy Howe. Uh, moving on to Monday Night Football, it is the uh, Patriots trailing the Chicago Bears. They heavily favored Patriots, mind you, uh, by a score of 23-14. Uh, to 14. Justin Fields with a touchdown pass and a touchdown throw. Bailey Zappi coming in to uh, give some life to that Patriots offense. Uh, Mac Jones started uh, was really bad in that first quarter. Bailey Zappi comes in uh, ever since he is now uh, 5 of 709 yards and a touchdown for the Pats. Uh, Ron Rivera uh, uh, celebrating a victory Monday, current two-game hot streak for the Commanders, and they are now going to Indianapolis to face no not Matt Ryan. They are going to see Sam Ellinger. He was named the starter for the Colts the remainder of the season earlier today. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following for you tonight on WTOP. In South St. Louis, an armed former student broke into a performing arts school, killing a woman and a teenage girl and wounding six others before being killed in an exchange of gunfire with police. Currently, the cops don't have a motive. The latest Nations report card shows math and reading proficiency of fourth and eighth graders dropped substantially since before the pandemic. D.C. Public Schools says students maintained their achievement gains in reading. They saw significant losses in math. Rishi Sunak will be Britain's third prime minister just this year. Sunak is the former Treasury boss. He's of Indian descent and will be the U.K.'s first leader of color. He is worth about $830 million, about twice as much as the wealth of the late Queen Elizabeth. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in just minutes. 1018. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Rob Stallworth in the traffic center. Thanks, Dimitri. In Maryland, on the outer loop, watch for delays approaching Pennsylvania Avenue. The work as you continue toward Ritchie Marlboro Road is along the left side of the roadway. Traveling 270 southbound, leaving I-70, headed toward 85. That work at last report was in the right lane. Uncertain if that is still there or not. Westbound I-70 near Marriott'sville Road, exit 83. We had the left lane block for the work. If you're traveling in Waldorf, it was northbound 301 near Route 5, Madawoman, Beantown Road, the right lane, which is getting you by the work zone there. 
Traveling Route 50 across the Bay Bridge in pretty good shape right now, but inside the Beltway eastbound Route 50 between Kenilworth Avenue and 202 Landover Road, the left lane is blocked for the work. In Virginia, no problems really on the Beltway right now. You guys are pretty good between Alexandria and McLean. Eastbound 66 headed past 28 toward the Fairfax County Parkway. A single right lane gets you by the work zone. Westbound 66 the same. The right lane is actually blocked past the Fairfax County Parkway for the work there. Coming inside the Beltway headed westbound over top of the Beltway. The left lane gets you by the work zone. Eastbound 66 inside the Beltway as you head through the Roslyn Tunnel. We have a left lane getting it by the paving operations. I-95 is in good shape between the Springfield Interchange and Fredericksburg. No problems being reported on I-395 up to and across the 14th Street Bridge. In the district, Missouri Avenue and Northwest remains closed between Kansas Avenue and New Hampshire Avenue as a result of the police investigation. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast now as we go to Amelia Draper. We'll have cloudy skies out there tonight with the chance for some fog and patchy drizzle to develop late. And this could continue on into tomorrow morning with lows tonight in the low to mid-50s. We'll have highs tomorrow around 70 with plenty of clouds once again. Mostly cloudy on Wednesday with a chance for a passing shower. Right now, the timing looks to favor the midday and early afternoon hours with highs in the low 70s. Partly sunny on Thursday and a bit breezy with highs in the upper 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Upper Marlboro 58, Centerville 60, D.C. is at 62. Some parts of our area could be down to the low 50s overnight. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. One member of the D.C. Council is asking, that sports betting app was supposed to bring in millions of dollars. Instead, we've lost $4 million. She is wondering whether there are alternatives. We'll check it out in a couple minutes on WTOP. Everything I know about marijuana, I learned back when me and my friends had mullets. Yeah, I guess I got some catching up to do. And I'm curious about medical marijuana. It's legal in my state, I think. But is it right for me? Ugh. Where can I get reliable, professional answers to my questions? The answer to that question is Veriheal, V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. Medical marijuana can be complicated, even confusing. You want trustworthy answers without jumping through hoops or waiting to see a doctor. I'm a curious guy, but I'm a cautious guy, too. I need trustworthy information, reliable answers to my questions. So Veriheal sounds good. Tell me more. Veriheal.com is your single source for facts about medical marijuana and to pre-qualify online. Private and secure, quick and easy. Get started today with easy financing. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L. Convenience is why we're here. Trust is why we're number one. Veriheal.com. 1022. If you own or operate a building or facility, or if you're a general contractor that is located or operates in the D.C. area, there's no doubt that it is important for you to have the best trained and most qualified people working for you. And it is a well-known fact that the members of Steamfitters UA Local 602 and the over 200 companies that we work for provide the highest level of HVAC, mechanical, and specialty piping services to the various customers we serve. So if you are in the need of hiring a company to install, retrofit, service, repair, or maintain your heating and air conditioning, refrigeration and cold storage, lab gas and medical gas systems, and the related equipment, components, and piping, the best choice for you is a company that employs the members of Steamfitters UA Local 602. For more information about the services we provide and for a list of companies you can hire, please visit steamfitters-602.org. 
That's steamfitters-602.org. You're listening to WTOP News. 1023, if you're a business owner in Arlington, you definitely want to pay attention to this. The county won't let you mail in your tax returns anymore. From now on, Arlington businesses will have to use an online portal. Business owners are being encouraged to sign up or review the portal data by the end of the year. County leaders say it's part of the effort to reduce paper in Arlington, paper use. D.C.'s one and only sports betting app, Gambit D.C., has gotten a lot of criticism, especially when it didn't work for many people during the Super Bowl. Now a council member is introducing legislation that would open the door to more sports betting apps here in the nation's capital. Right now we have a sports betting program that isn't making money. D.C. Council Member Alyssa Silverman says instead of making the city an expected $25 million, D.C. Lottery's Gambit D.C. app has lost the city $4 million. That's why she's introduced a new bill, she says. It opens up sports gambling to other apps beyond the D.C. Lottery's app. It would also stop the city from in 2024 extending its sole source contract with Intralot, the company that runs the app. Steps that she hopes will generate more revenue for the city. Because I wanted to pay for important programs in public education, public safety, affordable housing. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. A week until Halloween, so fall is in full swing, but we all know what happens after the leaves turn those beautiful colors. Leaf collection season begins in the district on November 7th. You can rake or blow your leaves just in front of your tree box in the curb space. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser says keep track of when your neighbor will have a leaf pickup. The other way is you can bag your leaves in paper bags. But you need an appointment for that special collection. Call 311 and they'll arrange to pick up your leaves. For pumpkins, the weekend after Halloween, you can drop off undecorated pumpkins at local farmers markets to be turned into compost. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Money News 25 and 55 with Tom Busby. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. It looks like people all over the world are buying less apparel. The price of cotton is approaching a two-year low on waning demand. Exports out of China down 21% just this year. Some textile mills in the U.S. and overseas are reportedly preparing for temporary shutdowns between now and the Christmas holidays. Wall Street today keeping last week's rally going ahead of earnings from some of the biggest names in technology that are out this week and on hopes that the Fed will slow down its pace of future interest rate hikes. The Dow today up 417 points. That's a one and one-third percent jump. The Nasdaq up 93. The S&P added 44. A film and TV studio, MRC, now says it will not release a recently completed documentary about rapper and designer Ye, once known as Kanye West, over recent anti-Semitic remarks. And now back on the menu at McDonald's, the McRib sandwich, but only for about another four weeks. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tom Busby on WTOP. Asian markets are mixed. Hong Kong is down about 1%. Tokyo up 1%. And stay with us here for Money News at 25 and 55 all night on WTOP. Straight ahead, another uh, pivotal uh, debate tonight in a critical race down in Florida. The battle for governor right now, Charlie Chris, the Democratic candidate, is actually uh, trailing Ron DeSantis by a fair number of percentage points. So Chris was trying to get a few jabs in tonight. We'll talk about that coming up. Plus, the nation mourns we've had another school shooting in our country. Stay with us. For Mervis Diamond Importers, I'm Ronnie Mervis. Along the edge of the African continent lies an isolated coast where millions of diamonds have been hurled by a volcano into the sea. 
For centuries they've been scattered by the waves. Entry to the area is forbidden. 200 miles of coast are guarded by dogs and electric fences. The constant battle is fought against the fierce Atlantic Ocean to harvest the seabed. Giant earth movers shift the beach sand, searching for diamonds. The diamonds that are recovered are excellent. Mervis imports them to DC, and for 